0: well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to another edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. My name is Cam Edwards. Pretty sure you know that by now, but just in case you forgot, there it is. You can find me on Twitter as well, at Cam Edwards. Thank you for being a part of the program today. Hopefully you had a good weekend getting ready for a uh, wonderful Thanksgiving Hopefully, you get to have some family and friends there with you on uh, this Thanksgiving dinner. Now, I will tell you, we're going to have a uh, holiday-shortened week as far as the the show goes. Uh, We will continue to be updating the website, BearingArms.com, throughout the week, including on Thanksgiving and uh, the day after. But uh, we'll do shows this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, And I can already tell you, (laughs) I'm filling in on WMAL's morning show this week for uh, Vince Cullinay's. And uh, it's... The holidays are always tough in radio. It's always tough. The hours don't change, but the guest availability (laughs) becomes uh, kind of problematic. So I've reached out to a couple of folks this week already and been told, I'm sorry, I'm on vacation. I'll uh, I'll catch you next week. So um, I can't tell you who we've got coming up on the program this week. I can tell you next week It's going to be jam-packed full of some great guests. Uh, But what I did want to talk about on the program today, something that I mentioned last week, And it's a concerning development uh, regarding concealed carry around the country. So first, the good news. Uh, Concealed carry applications still very, very strong. Here's a headline from over the weekend in Florida uh, talking again about the uh, increased demand for right to carry. According to the Florida Department of Agriculture, which is the body that uh, uh, runs the concealed carry licensing in the state of Florida, Uh, Demand really has never been as high as it is right now. Uh, But Nikki Freed, the Democrat in charge of the Florida Department of Agriculture, says that applicants are right now in Florida having to wait around 60 days to get their applications approved. That is almost three times the normal wait uh, in the state of Florida. And i got to be honest with you, 60 days at this point almost sounds reasonable. I say almost because it's still not, but given the uh, delays stretching out to over a year in places like Philadelphia, got at least a nine-month wait in Allegheny County, PA. Uh, And unfortunately, you know, what we're starting to see is another round of coronavirus closures. This is one of the reasons why we've got such a delay in concealed carry applications. It's been sort of a perfect storm. You've had increased demand going back to March when the first shutdown orders took effect and people were freaking out. Understandably. So we had never really been in a situation like that before. So a lot of people were really concerned. what, what What's going to happen to society? What's going to happen to our culture? What's going to happen to our country? I want to be able to protect myself and my family. And so they went out and they applied for their concealed carry license. You also had in uh, states like Illinois, New Jersey, other states where you actually have to have a permit to own a firearm Uh, Demand started soaring as well. And then the closures started happening. So you had a number of county sheriffs, a number of local police departments say, you you know, um, would love to process these applications. But all these people coming in, you know, we don't want people to get sick. Uh, Fingerprinting, we're not really sure how to do that. So we're just going to suspend Uh, accepting applications either for concealed carry licenses or, again, for gun permits in some cases. And then the lawsuit started. We saw that back in the spring as well. Saw a federal judge in Connecticut rule that uh, several police departments that had simply stopped processing permits had to start processing them again, uh, arguing that, look, you're depriving people of their Second Amendment rights. There's no way to legally own a gun in Connecticut, unless you have a gun license and you're not processing gun licenses. Well, where does that leave people? You can't tell people when you're going to start processing licenses again. So now folks are just left in this legal limbo where they're unable to exercise their right to keep and bear arms. Can't do that. You got to figure out a way to start processing these applications. Uh, In Massachusetts, we had a federal judge rule against Governor Charlie Baker's shutdown of gun stores, arguing that, again, People were being deprived of their right to keep and bear arms because they couldn't acquire a firearm. And rather than appeal that decision, Governor Baker reluctantly accepted it uh, and allowed stores to uh, to open. Well, again, now I'm starting to see some headlines that are troubling, to say the least. Uh, this is from Ohio, Hancock County Sheriff's Office temporarily suspends registrations of concealed carry weapons. Yep. They say it's just for a couple of weeks for now. But I and this is not a slight at the sheriff. But I don't believe them when they say that it's maybe only going to be a couple of weeks. Just because that's not what we've seen around the country. Fifteen days to slow the spread has turned into, you know, seven or eight months of uh, COVID-19 protocols. And in some cases, we saw county sheriff's offices, you know, reopen, but they're only doing applications uh, by appointment. So that, again, dramatically limits the number of people who can go and apply each and every day for a concealed carry license. And that adds to more demand and uh, more delays, unfortunately. Nantucket, Massachusetts. They uh, released this, the Nantucket Police Department, just a couple of days ago. Effective Wednesday, November 18th, the Nantucket Police Department has suspended accepting any applications for permits or licenses that require a fingerprint-based criminal records check. Included in this suspension are firearms-related permits such as license-to-carry permits and FID cards. This action was taken after employees responsible for obtaining these fingerprints expressed their concern that they cannot safely do their job with the workplace safety procedures that we have in place. Because of the processes involved in obtaining these permits, it's impossible to do while following state guidelines for social distancing in the workplace. All right, well, again, look, I I understand those concerns. I, I really do. However, I also understand that under Massachusetts law, in order for you to legally own a firearm, you have to have a permit. You have to have your firearm ID card. You have to have a a, a class A license, which would allow you to carry. But you can't simply just go to a gun store in Massachusetts and buy a gun, even if you pass the background check. That's not the way the law works in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, you have to be pre-approved in order to walk into a gun store and purchase a firearm. And by the way, you can be denied for any reason or no reason whatsoever. As long as the uh, issuing authority, you know, typically a a chief of police in Massachusetts, as long as they believe that you are unsuitable for whatever reason, uh, you don't get to own a gun. So already the law in Massachusetts is problematic, but it becomes even more problematic when nobody is getting approved. I mean, I happen to believe, again, that the broad discretion that chiefs have in Massachusetts to approve or deny licenses based on suitability, I think that violates the Constitution. But it is the law in Massachusetts right now. It's not been overturned. But even with those restrictions in place, now all of a sudden, if you live on the island of Nantucket, you've basically been told you don't get to exercise your segment rights unless you already have a license. Unless you've already applied, unless you've already received your firearms ID card or your license to carry, you don't get to exercise your rights. If you decided today, as a resident of Nantucket, Massachusetts, you know what, I'm a little concerned, kind of freaking me out. I want to get a gun, just so I can protect myself and my family. It is literally impossible for you to legally do that in Nantucket, on that entire island. You cannot legally obtain a a firearm right now, unless, again, you are already an existing gun owner. Well, that's not how our rights work. And if the state of Massachusetts or the Nantucket police cannot abide by the state law, if they can't perform their job duties and people's individual rights are suffering as a result, then something's got to change. Now, I would prefer to see these idiotic licensing laws get repealed completely. But I don't think it's going to happen in Massachusetts. I wish it would, but I don't think it's going to happen. So instead, uh, it looks like litigation is going to be the vehicle that once again uh, potentially reins in these abuses. And again, I want to make it clear. I understand the concerns of sheriff's offices. I understand the concerns of law enforcement and the people who work in these offices who don't want to be exposed to a steady stream of people who are coming in, exposed to their germs. I get it. I do. However, those valid concerns don't negate the responsibility that these agencies have in ensuring that people can acquire the required government-mandated permission slip to exercise their right to keep and bear arms. Now, as I mentioned, this is happening already. We're seeing these new closures come out, Massachusetts, Ohio. And I expect that over the next couple of weeks, we're going to see more of these issuing authorities um, make similar proclamations. And, you know, again, these shutdowns will be temporary, or, or so we will be told, but who knows how long temporary is. I think it's going to be a lot longer than two weeks. You know, again, we've gotten good news about uh, another vaccine. Looks like there might be as many as three vaccines that are at least 90% effective that hopefully will be uh, available starting in the next couple of weeks. And that's, that's great news. But it's still going to take some time for those vaccines to get distributed. Uh, and I would say it's going to be springtime before a lot of these uh, uh, coronavirus shutdown measures are ultimately allowed to expire. I think uh, you know, Joe Biden, before the election, talked about a long, dark winter. It's going to be a long, dark winter in terms of our right to keep and bear arms. Because a lot of these issuing authorities are simply going to say, look, we, we can't do this. Sue us if you want to, but we can't do it. Something has to give here. If the Mandates imposed by the state on on would-be gun owners, right? So you, before you can own a gun, you've got to get your permission slip. Well, if the state or the local issuing authority is not abiding by their end of the bar, of the bargain, they're not upholding the terms that they too are required to uphold. Something has to change because even in an emergency. Our rights don't disappear. In fact, in an emergency, our right of self-defense becomes more acute than ever. But unfortunately for many Americans, they find themselves stuck again in this legal limbo where they can't lawfully own a firearm. They can't lawfully carry a firearm, not because they're a criminal, not because they did anything wrong, but because the state or their locality is putting up impassable barriers between these citizens and their rights. So we'll keep following these uh, closures as they roll in, and we'll let you know about any uh, litigation that is filed as a result as well. Right now, let's turn our attention to our uh, good deed of the day, our recidivist report. Our Armed citizen story. We'll start with our recidivist report from uh, Florida where a man was killed, an officer wounded in a, a shooting in New Smyrna Beach according to deputies and Matthew Thomas, the suspect in this case who uh, opened fire uh, on law enforcement there in uh, New Smyrna Beach, Volusia County. Incident started over the weekend, uh, Saturday afternoon around 4pm when a uh, Port Orange police officer tried to stop a man for a uh, traffic violation after his driving recklessly at a high speed. Matthew Thomas, the uh, driver of that vehicle, then drove towards New Smyrna Beach where he crashed outside of a storage facility, then fled on foot and started shooting at cops from the roof of that storage facility. Thomas was later shot and killed by a New Smyrna Beach police officer and a Volusia County deputy who returned fire. One of the responding officers, Corporal Ralph Hunnefeld, shot in the upper leg, taken to a local hospital. He is uh, reportedly in good spirits and is expected to make a full recovery. According to authorities, Matthew Thomas had a lengthy criminal history, including 25 prior arrests. Not convictions, mind you, but 25 prior arrests. The uh, Florida Department of Law Enforcement conducted an investigation into the shooting. Um, Still a lot of unanswered questions, starting with why was Matthew Thomas out on the streets and behind the wheel of a car rather than in a uh, jail cell? So far, unfortunately, we don't have any answers to those questions. Now, today's Armed Citizen story, from Columbus, Ohio, where a 75-year-old volunteer with Meals on Wheels was the victim of an attempted armed robbery over the weekend. A pair of teenagers, a 14-year-old and a 15-year-old suspect, accosting this 75-year-old man while he was in his car. Yeah. Yeah. So they open the door of his car, point a gun at him, demand his wallet, demand his keys. The 75-year-old instead pulls out his own firearm, uh, fires several shots at the armed 14-year-old who was uh, wounded. The 15-year-old suspect then turns and takes off running. Police have not located him. 14-year-old was taken to a local hospital. Uh, He is expected to uh, be released into police custody on uh, armed robbery charges. Columbus police, though, say this is not the first time that they've run across this young man. In fact, in July of this year, the 14-year-old was arrested for stealing a vehicle. And a month later, June, he was arrested for stealing his vehicle. And then a month later, in July, he was arrested on robbery and kidnapping charges. Yeah, the 14-year-old suspect, just a few months ago, taken into custody for kidnapping and robbery, And apparently returned to the streets not long afterwards. So again, a lot of questions here about why this teenager was not in custody. I think there's some questions now about whether or not this teenager is going to remain in custody. uh, Even after this latest crime that he's been accused of. Is the juvenile justice system going to give him another slap on the wrist? Maybe throw a uh, monitor device on his ankle and say, "Uh, you do your best to stay out of trouble, young man, and then send him on his merry way? That's what I'm afraid of. 75-year-old, by the way, not facing any charges. Police say he was acting in self-defense. I am guessing that um, we'll see a, a, a slight increase. I mean, again, it's hard to tell because we're already dealing with record high numbers of concealed carry applications, but I would not be surprised if this particular incident uh, spurs some other residents of Columbus, Ohio to get their concealed carry license as well. And finally today... Our good deed of the day, where a couple helped a deputy make an arrest. This is from uh, Washburn, North Dakota. 24-year-old man from Bismarck facing several charges after running from deputies in McLean County over the weekend, but uh, he did not get far, again, thanks to a uh, couple who were able to help that uh, police officer. It was about 9 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Police were called to remove a man from an apartment there in Washburn, North Dakota. Uh, responding deputy met the man outside of the building. man dropped a syringe and then uh, took off running. Entered two parked cars while the deputy called for backup. Uh, couldn't find the keys for either car. Apparently he was trying to steal the vehicle. So he uh, ran away on foot. Deputy caught up to him, ended up tasing him. Didn't have any response, though. The uh, suspect continued to fight with the officer. There was a couple that were uh, driving by, both in their 60s. They saw the officer struggling with the suspect, so they stopped the car. They both got out, and they helped the deputy hold the suspect until backup arrived. Pretty amazing. Suspect uh, is now in custody, facing charges of possession of drug paraphernalia, preventing arrest, unlawful entry into a motor vehicle, as well as a refusal to halt. Probably would have been much better off had he just cooperated with uh, law enforcement from the get-go, but that was not the case. And uh, glad that the uh, officer there in Washburn, North Dakota, uh, able to rely on this couple there in the right place at the right time who were willing and able to do the right thing. So we thank them for their very good deed. Now, that is all the time we've got for you on this edition of Bearing Arms Cam and Company. do want to thank you for being a part of the program. And Just a reminder again that uh, while we might have a holiday-shortened week this week in terms of the shows, we'll be with you tomorrow. We'll be with you Wednesday. But I plan on stuffing my face full of turkey and uh, stuffing on Thursday afternoon. So we won't have a show on Thursday or Friday. I'll probably still be in a carb coma. Uh, but we will have uh, updates for you, news stories throughout the week at BearingArms.com. And uh, don't forget, you can subscribe to Town Hall Media on YouTube. That way you'll never miss one of these programs. You can also uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, you don't need the daily beard update, that's fine. I get it. I get it. I really do. But that way you can get the uh, audio of Baron Arms Cam and Company on demand whenever you want it. Thank you so much for being a part of the program today. We'll see you back here tomorrow with more of the latest Second Amendment news and information from all across the nation. But in the meantime, be well, be safe, and be free.